0: There. we're on the air it's hockey night tonight tension grows the whistle blows and the buck goes down the ice the goldie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane
1: someone roars bobby scores at the good old
2: hockey game all right we're good. live all right welcome back to the ox pod joe shaughnessy here with hunter Hansen and oliver cook uh, how are you boys doing today
3: we're doing great, you know, boys had a pretty good practice today. Uh you know, got one more tomorrow before you know the big weekend. We got two huge home games coming up. We got the mullets and we got uh Hudson Havoc. So yeah, overall great day though.
4: I'm doing very good myself. Thanks for asking. Uh two very good guests today. We got Nick Spolick, number sixty four for the Blue Ox. How's it going, Nick?
5: Good. How
4: are you guys? Thanks for having me. And uh, we got Mr. Assistant Coach, Jason Wood. What's up, guys? Welcome to my uh, humble abode here.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So, shall we start with some questions, or do we want to go into some funny stories first? What do you guys usually do? So, I never listen, so. we, we just <laughs> Yeah, this is Coach
3: Woodsy's first time on the pod, and you know, being a part of it, so he doesn't really know what's going on. Usually we kind of just uh, talk and just, you know, about stories. We talk, yeah. we ask questions. Let's start um, with a couple
4: questions here. So, Drew, what do you got?
3: Oh, I got I got one for you. How is it having Nick Spolik, Levin <laughs> yeah How is that?
6: Uh, you know you being a coach uh, and
3: whatnot how is how's is well, i think in there's a, you know obviously
6: there's a there's a little bit different dynamic there but no. I, think it, I think it works out pretty good yeah you know i mean he's got the run of the mill downstairs which is i do what i can kind of his area down there or whatever but uh no i think uh, i think it works out pretty good
3: do you ever have to like put him in his place or anything Does he, is he is usually pretty polite and oh he's always polite yeah oh, yeah no,
6: that's, that's good that's, to hear you know i, you
3: know, I thought i would ask.
6: yeah well, that's a pertinent question you know uh Sometimes when you go into a, a mm-hmm. adult world, um, you get the uh, uh, your Exile energy bill comes, and you realize that you they have this little chart on there, and it says your know, your electric bill is <laughs> oh, 144 percent more than the than the neighbors. So are you saying are
3: you saying Nick you know uses a lot of electricity in the house? Wow, well, you know that yeah. was a water I'm bill. Just I, was, I was a it water to, bill.
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying that before it used to be you know like. 80 bucks a month, and now it's like, you know, 180. Uh, so I was trying to think about that, and yeah, I realized that it was probably his 45, 55-minute showers. You know, and, <laughs> I don't know what sick. a guy could be doing in there, but, <laughs> mm. I mean, well, guys, what are you I got a the buddy? girls here, and, you know, they're in and out of there a half hour. He's in there for 45 minutes. This is, so, you know, I try to take a late
5: taint, shower, and no really take that long of showers um, that. it's It's dependent. It's never been 45 minutes, but I do feel bad. Um, So, is Woodsy capping? I'm going to do my best to to limit the shower time. Oh, okay. You don't have to limit the the shower
4: time. This isn't the military. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, how is it like to live with your own coach?
5: Uh, He's a beauty. I love the whole family. (laughs) They're like a second family to me. I'm very appreciative that I'm in their lives um, and that they're in mine. Um, They're great. I'm very thankful that they took a chance by building a player, but it's been fun. And I love chirping Woody at home, it's a lot of fun.
6: Yeah, we usually go back and forth on a lot of subjects. doesn't matter if it's hockey politics, or it's, hockey, it's, it's a very slight life in general. arguments. A lot of just just a
3: select of uh, convos you guys on, huh? Just anything, huh? Yeah, yeah thanks.
6: You know, sometimes uh, there'll be days we're going to talk about hockey and all of a sudden it might come up, but otherwise, we usually watch it <laughs> a lot. So, you know, whether the wild are on or like right now, we're watching Washington and Boston um you guys
3: uh normally watch just hockey you guys switch it up you know get a movie going in there or what i
5: mean it just it kind of depends i mean if there's sunday night football upstairs we'll definitely be watching it but it's mostly hockey wild games and stuff it's fun and not too many uh, NBA games. I don't know if we've ever watched one, have we? Oh, I've, I've never watched like sickly. I've maybe watched like one NBA game. I just I've, I never grew up playing basketball, so I've, I've never player. been i
3: I've never been a basketball fan myself. I so for me to just sit sport. down and watch it is just yeah. so hard. Like, oh, do you
6: guys do you guys have a, any uh, pro basketball over there?
4: From Switzerland, uh, we don't have a a really good basketball league, but uh, I mean basketball is a big sport for sure, but not as big as the NBA not a big fan of basketball either. So.
5: did you did you play any yeah. sports besides hockey growing up or no?
4: Um you know, you kinda play soccer with your friends. Um, you know just it's it's the biggest sport in Europe. But hockey was the main thing, uh, since I since I was six years old, so it's
6: pretty small. Are the hoops still set at ten feet? To what? Are the basketball <laughs> hoops are they still set at ten feet?
4: I have no idea <laughs> He doesn't watch basketball at all. That's No. no I, uh, going back to uh, living <laughs> together, Spoli, do you do you feel like there's any pressure on you to your game that you never really leave uh, your coaches ever?
5: No, because there's a, a a total difference between when we're both at the rink and when we're both at home, and that's something that I really, um, like, respect, and that we have that, that understanding and and everything that when i'm at the home i'm a billet son and we have that relationship which i'm really fortunate that we do so there's definitely a difference from when we're at uh the rink from when we're at the
6: house so it's it's nice it's good i don't think uh i don't think we've ever uh you know broke down the whiteboard here and uh, you know, start breaking down a neutral zone and stuff like that.
2: You guys don't watch the tapes.
6: <laughs> well, we watch, we <laughs> really watch, watch it, tapes. but you know, no. If there's something I need him to know, I mean, we usually talk about it at hockey, or else, you know, I'll just make sure that you know he's doing the same thing you guys and yeah, you absolutely. guys are, and just watching your shifts and uh, from Instat and all that, but just capitalizing, you know. Yeah, you guys just got to make sure you guys are taking
4: care of. Um, got to make the yourself, adjustments. You know? <laughs> yeah.
2: So, uh, I had a question here for Spoil. So what? What got you into hockey? What was the driving
5: force? Um, My dad was probably, I would say, 90% of it. Um, He's um, raised in Colorado. He lived there for like 30 years, so basically lived there his whole life, and he was big into hockey. I mean, obviously not as, like, I guess accomplished as, as I've been so far, like playing high school and stuff. He just played men's league, but he definitely got me into it. And also kind of a weird thing, I heard about a team, a sports team called the Atlanta Thrashers, and they were obviously in the shell at the time. And so I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I wonder like who they are." And like, I and I found out they were a hockey team, and ever since then I like started watching them and stuff. And it went from wearing a Danny Heatley jersey in the in the driveway with rollerblades shooting into recycle bins to putting on skates for the first time. So it's it was a weird way to just to learn more about hockey, but it was it was uh, it was pretty cool that all that happened.
4: Who's your who was your uh, favorite player growing up when you started?
5: Well, I started at age 11, so I mean late Blue. It's not like I had like a like a childhood favorite player. I mean, I don't know, that's a good question. Favorite player growing up because
4: we all know, know your the favorite first... player now, but
5: yeah. <laughs> It's Oliver DeCroft. The, the first player I ever heard of growing up was Danny Heatley, because that was the first like NHL jersey that I had owned, was a Thrashers. But then like I guess the next one would be TJ Oshie,
2: and so I did I did like him for a little Big bit. Big Oshi coming through, huh? But, yeah. TBS at shootouts, absolute classic. Yeah, oh I yeah, remember why so when that happened.
4: Woodsy, what about you? What? When did you start playing hockey? Uh, when did you start coaching? Like, tell us a little bit about your career.
6: Ah, uh, just kind of the typical Minnesota one, you know, we started in the driveway at six, seven years old and uh, my, one of my buddies was playing hockey and, uh, uh, you know, grab a stick and then, you know, out there in the street and before you know it, you get cuts and bruises coming home and uh, you're missing a tooth and... <laughs> You know, was, it, dad, was it was really like that growing yeah, up? This, this is tough guy town. I mean, so, oh, yeah. here we go. Yeah, it was a Blaine guy. Big Blaine yeah. guy, huh? Yep, yep. So we started over on hundred twenty first in Blaine, and uh, his uh, my Quincy one of my buddies, Yeah, no, my mom's house is on Quincy though, but uh, my buddy's house is on hundred twenty first, and his dad was uh, was one of the coaches. And he's like, "Dude, you're a big dude. Why don't you play some hockey?" Uh, I didn't think I had skated yet, so we went out and bought some Douse three hundred one nationals. So back, that's, that's some old guys, school yeah. stuff right there, huh? And uh, before I know it, actually, I was enrolled at the uh, Kurt Giles Hockey School over at uh, Columbia Arena, which isn't even there anymore. And What uh, what, what happened to it? Well, it was there for years. It tore tore down? Yeah, it had tear it down. I think it's condos now or something. But um, no, I was, uh, you know, you just kind of go through the youth system there, playing in high school, and then got into coaching in uh, high school, and, and uh, you know, before I knew it, I was on the phone and then, uh, you know, talking about coaching junior hockey.
3: So, I got I got another question about the whole junior hockey thing. How did you get involved with that? Did you know, Jay, what an advance to that? Or how, no, how did you come about, you know, the Blue Ox?
6: No, so actually, uh, uh, some of you guys know, my oldest daughter plays college hockey. But when she was in high school, I coached uh, five years of girls hockey, uh, which was her team. At, uh, at Champlin, and uh, uh, after that, I was just going to watch her go up north and play hockey, yeah. and uh, in college, and uh, one of my buddies uh, coaches the uh, Tampa Junior team down down south in the USPHL, and he okay. just told me, he's like, hey, there's another Minnesota team coming, and you should
5: try and jump uh, on board yeah, on that. Yeah, try
6: and get involved with that, and I'm like, uh, I probably won't do that. Was, I want to I be able to go watch her play, and stuff like that, and yeah. you know, he's uh He's like, ah, you know, Give this guy a call or whatever, and where I know it, uh, I was on the phone with Jay Witta, and you are. Weird, yeah, three, year, weird, three years down the road. Yeah, it was uh, quite a quite a run there, you know. But I think uh, it was a lot of fun so far. You know? We've had uh, three good groups here uh,
4: so far. Absolutely. So, what was uh, the switch from being a player? being a coach like what what do you like about being a player and what do you like now about being a
6: coach. Well now I don't have to participate in all the drills, you know. I can <laughs> pick the ones I wanna go in, you know, and get involved with. Um but, you know, obviously when you play you just wanna you know get out there and battle with the guys and uh try to get two points every night, you know? Absolutely. Um, but you know coaching's fun. It's a, it's a different dynamic, you know, we gotta try to try to keep you guys uh honest every time, you know, and teach you guys some things along the way about, uh, you know, uh, teamwork and, uh, and uh, you know, how important that is and being a good character guy and stuff like that. But no, it's uh, it's, a, it's a real, it's a different than uh, playing for sure, you know. The earlier you guys can get into it, the better you guys would love it.
4: Yeah, personally, uh, this year I started doing some more coaching stuff for the first time in my life. and. Uh, sometimes I'm on, I'm on the bench and I'm like, I really want to go, I really want to go out there and play, but I just, I can only watch, and that's, I feel like I'm not ready yet to do the, the switch, and that's, that's for I, I'm 20 years old, so I, I don't want to do that yet, but so I just wanted to ask you, like, do, do you sometimes still want to go, do you be like, wish you could be out there and show us the way? Oh, Woodsy, uh, Woodsy
3: for sure wishes
5: he could go back in the old days and rip it up. Always He's always the only one that participates in the scrimmage. Yeah, so usually
6: so. if my if my knees are feeling good that day, yeah. I'll jump in for sure in a couple line rushes, you know, if we're ever missing a guy or whatever, and I got left wing down, I'll, uh, I'll jump out there for sure. He's a fucking super vet. Uh, <laughs> no, no, not at Big all. Big chiseled vet. Yeah, not at all.
5: Um, Check his elite real quick.
6: Yeah. <laughs> He's not. Yeah. Check his elite Brassie. prospect. Let's go.
4: Let's
3: look him up on the stats there. All
4: right. So you mentioned about Jay Witta and uh, how how's the their relationship with him and and with Bruce too? How's is, how's is that going?
6: I think it's pretty good. You know, I mean, obviously, uh, the little stuff that we get to do with uh, with the Wild, it's pretty beneficial for you guys and and us as, a, as an organization too. Like, well, that's all a, a credit to uh, Bruce and his connections over there with, uh, you know, Bill Guerin and, and uh, you know, being able to get over there and uh, practice and uh, get over to Tom Reed's. We had a nice dinner over there and, and be able to go to a game too. That's all a uh, credit to Bruce and Crystal and the things that, uh, you know, that uh, that they do for us, you know, so it's pretty cool. But, you know, he's, uh, you know, Jay is busy. He's got four, four kids and a, an awesome wife, and uh, you know Bruce is a uh, coach, coach in the coaching in an NHL team. So I mean, nope. there's a lot of stuff going on there. But uh, you know, it all comes back to the uh, to the Blue Ox. What do you think Ollie, he's doing? What do you think Bruce you. is
4: doing right now? He's probably watching NHL Network. Probably watching the tapes and <laughs> making adjustments.
5: I had a question though, Ollie. Do you have you had to get on the boys yet that you coach? Or is it not that type of dynamic with those guys? Like, do they and I, do they, do they think it's sick that you play on the Blue Ox?
4: Yeah, they, they, they really like me, I think. Uh, they like that I'm, I'm out there with them. And, uh, I think what I can bring on the table is the little things, the details that I know that mm-hmm. I'm still playing and the head coach and didn't play for the past 16 years. Yeah, that's a good point. I remember. And I think everybody likes that, and... I enjoy it; it's just fun. I just wish sometimes that I could actually show, uh, like in a game, uh, when I play, I just can show the young guys how to do stuff. And when I'm coaching, I can just try to explain it. But that's it's, it's sometimes it's much harder than, than just do it yourself and show it.
6: I got I got a question for you guys. You know, last uh, it was last season, yeah, during the All Star break uh you know Bruce came out to practice with us and you guys were all on the team last year what did you guys take out of that having uh, having him out there and I know we worked on some neutral zone stuff and stuff we still use now uh you know what do you guys think about uh what that opportunity that was pretty cool huh
2: well I think Bruce showing us our neutral zone really helped the most um I mean he was able to I personally I think that's what got us through the playoffs what helped us beat yeah absolutely uh River Kings in the second round uh yeah, he gave
4: us some really good tips that changed the way we were playing in our neutral zone. Some new exercises that, like you said, we're still doing today. And it's he's he's a he's a, like the stuff he knows. He knows so much about hockey. He
3: he knows his stuff yeah, definitely. It just shows. Very knowledge. I just remember, um, you know, when he came out for practice, like he he wanted to see how he ran things our neutral zone. And I remember he's like, all right, that's it. I've had enough of this.
7: And he completely he like, switched
3: everything else. Yeah. He realized that like our neutral zone was so bad. He's like, all right, I've just had enough watching it. And then he's like, we go to the drawing board and he draws up. What we need to do. And it, it works. Like you said, we still use it to this day. And I don't know. It was just such a really cool opportunity to have, you know, an NHL coach, you know, step foot on the ice with you. It was just, it was a special moment for sure.
5: You know, you know what, something I've always wondered about NHL coaches is, like, there's 31 teams and there's 31 different coaches, and they've all cycled through, like, there's been so many coaches in the NHL. Like, given hockey players in the NHL know what the fuck they're doing, they're so good, how do, they, how do coaches differentiate? Is it how they, like, deal with them? Like, I've always wondered that. Like, like it's not like their tactics are so much different. It's like, how, how do they,
3: you know, I don't I don't, I don't understand.
6: Why, why don't uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we just cold call him and see if he's around? Should we do that?
3: Uh, yeah, ring his ring his cell. Call Bruce
6: Patrol. No, I just I think bring it's so cool out. those see, ball, like off bro, yeah, she said. like I think every coach. The
3: you know, and then like they just they bring like a different asset to the game. Like everyone's got their own tricks up their sleeves and stuff like that, and I just I think it's I just think they're able
4: to figure out what players can do what and put uh, like every player together in a way that the work works the best
2: I mean I think like a good attitude also has to do with it
4: yeah
2: uh, I know recent coaches have been getting called out for things that they've done and uh, I mean you,
6: do you guys have any questions for him? because
2: I don't want to uh, get him on the yeah. phone and then
6: you guys go Yeah. I mean, will this work if I just call him out of the blue on this? yeah put it up to the
2: yeah. microphone yeah I got All a right. whole intro for this guy
5: we're calling Bruce Boudreaux, head coach of the Minnesota Wild. Hello. Hey Bruce, it's Jason. What's going on? Nothing. What are you
6: doing? No, I'm, at a, I'm eating at a restaurant right now. Come on, so, hurry. Yeah. Oh I my forgot all about that. Oh my god. I, I, things were hectic today, so Yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah. You got me at a restaurant. Alright. That's okay. That's okay. We'll got, you got two minutes for uh okay, for so. the
2: Oxboys? minutes for the Oxboys. Alright, alright. Oh, oh, yeah. Alright, uh hey Bruce, Joe Shaughnessy here. Uh we were just wondering if you had any funny O V stories. Any funny O V stories? Yeah. Well I uh benched
6: him one day and I got fired a week later. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah and then uh when he was younger, he was late one day, and he blamed it on his mom for not waking him up. <laughs> That's um, so, but this, there's a lot of funny, old things you guys don't remember when he scored his 50th goal the one year he dropped
7: his stick and pretended his stick was on, on fire. fire. I,
4: I do because it. I'm old enough. <laughs> we've, we've all seen the highlights, yeah. Yeah, well, I know you guys aren't really old, but I mean, <laughs> um, we
6: I mean, they had a good streak going until this weekend. Didn't they lose a game? Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, uh, it seems like uh, you, know, you win uh, five in a row and now you go 6-1-1 one, one in the last eight. You're playing well. But it, it seems like they just kind of ran out of gas a little bit. But, you know. That sounds familiar. Exactly, exactly. Um, I got a quick question about, about the Slapshot movie. Was that was that really your apartment that they filmed that scene in? It
5: was my apartment. No it way. Paul Newman lying on my bed with a big, big dog. And uh, <laughs> uh, the funniest thing, I was 21 years old, and um,
6: they asked uh, the director asked the, the players, all of those players in the dressing room, who had the dirtiest, oldest, ugliest apartment, in everybody, and everybody in the team pointed to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how we got. Uh, my place, and, and I, I don't think uh, the apple falls far from the tree when it comes to my son. Oh no, I haven't <laughs> been over to Brady's pad yet. I can imagine uh, <laughs> <laughs> might need to get merry maids over there. Huh? Yeah, living on his own for the first time. Uh, he's not the the most cleanliness oh, uh, of young lads. All right, all right. Well, before we let you go, I got a quick question. You're outside unplugging the uh, skate sharpener. For tomorrow night, uh, what can you guys do to uh, to slow down uh, in McDavid coming through the neutral zone? Um, do, do we don't, if we don't give Edmonton the puck, then he can't attack us. So we got to make him defend all night long. And I know it's almost an impossible task. Uh, we were lucky enough to be able to do it last game. Um, and... Uh, uh, hopefully he got three assists last night, and hopefully he's happy with that for a while. <laughs> a break. All right, all right. Well, we got some of the Oxboys going down on the game, Ron. I mean, it uh be a good, uh, good time. Thanks, for, uh Thanks for uh, taking a we'll quick run. minute. Tell to cheer up. Yeah, we will. We Thank will. you very much, thanks, Bruce. Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. Bruce. Thank you. Bruce. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Yeah, See love. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
7: James.
2: Wow, oh, special guest, holy fuck. Wow. There you go, guys, that's right out of that's that's the uh, room.
6: That's the first uh, Out of the Blue with Bruce segment right there, right? Just caught just him it. at
3: dinner. and just Yeah, I
6: don't know, where do you think he went to dinner?
3: Uh, I don't know, I mean, looking back on the tapes on YouTube, uh, the guy loves ice cream, so probably similar to some good ice cream. <laughs> on YouTube, you know, he's got that 24-7 series, and I remember just him and Brady going to the mall, and it's like 9 a.m., and they try and go get Cold Stone, and he's, all pissed off in the video because uh, <laughs> they're, they're not open That's
4: so well, do you ever uh, ask Bruce any coaching questions do you, do you see him as a also as an inspiration for you as a coach or is it just a friendly relationship you don't really talk about work whatever.
6: well no I mean uh, we talk talked shop once in a while for sure I mean uh, uh, yeah, obviously, uh, last year when, uh, when Brady was playing, he was at a lot more games. Um, seemed like, uh, geez, probably half of them, you know, but, uh, so we'd always talk about this or talk about that, you know, we're, we're, uh, still, still hockey, you know, you're playing with a puck and, uh, six guys out on the ice, uh, and, uh, you know, but we'll ask them here or there about what they do. And, you know, sometimes I think, uh, we even, uh, you know, try to, uh, give him advice too and hey try this guy with this guy what's going on with your power play you know he shakes his head just as much as we do you know talking about you guys so um but no it's not always talking shop you know he's a pretty well-rounded dude so it's uh it's always been fun that's awesome that's
3: awesome i got a, I got a question here for you what do you do to prepare during the uh the summer months you know before the season starts
6: Jeez, what do you oh, what do, you, yeah, do, you yeah. know,
3: to prepare for the long? Yeah, usually, you know, it's a five-game season. Five k,
6: five k run every month, oh, you know, you or, one. or eighteen one, holes yeah. on the golf course, or eighteen holes day. on the course, huh? Yeah, yeah I uh, I can tell you that I, I wasn't running any marathons for sure. I, yeah, I just play a lot of golf and uh, get out in the sun and you know catch the rays. Yeah, I do get that a nice stuff, little you know? tan going on.
3: Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, I came out to a couple uh, beer league skates. I gotta say, uh, you're not bad, you know. You're not That's bad good
6: on the ice. Really? Yeah, we got a little skate that we uh, that we put on for you uh for clowns that are playing junior Oh, college. You know, oh here we pro go. Pro hockey and uh guys usually show up Wednesday night around nine o'clock and uh it's
3: That's a fun time.
6: Pat. Yeah, it's a good skate though, you know, for uh for us older guys that are out there older, I mean like, you know, above forty, we try to keep up with the young punks and you know, as best we can and uh you know, if I remember correctly, probably about six or seven years ago, we were all, all of us older guys were probably you know 40 <laughs> around there. Yeah. And uh, we used to play old guys, young guys, but
3: you guys just can't hang no more, huh?
6: No, but that, but it, so we had you know half of Blaine's team out there. We had some Maple Grove kids. We had young, young, good players, and then uh, junior and college guys, <laughs> and us old guys that that were out there. So we'd split it up, old and young, and the first game we uh, of the summer we beat them five to nothing. Really. After that, I don't think we won another game. Talk, talk yeah, about a humble guy. for brag. like for like Jeez. a month. <laughs> well, but then we had to go back to just uh, making the teams even though I mean, because sure. our legs can't keep it up. It just wasn't guys. fair. Yeah.
3: yeah. I do gotta say uh, the highlight of your summer. I remember I came out to a beer league skate and. Gosh, he just came right down the half wall and ripped the high one on Vinny. You know, gloves <laughs> died. He just, you know, he couldn't flash the leather. He just, you know, snuck it right by him. Gosh, did you silly hard.
6: No, not I probably didn't <laughs> celebrate that. Uh, oh. You know, uh, once in a while, you just got to keep these young goalies, uh, you know, thinking straight. On I mean, their toes, you know. Yeah, they think they're pretty quick or pretty agile. And you just come down the slot, uncork it, and, you know, get all 105 blocks <laughs> you can. you know.
2: Oh, here we go. <laughs> So, uh, Woodsy, I, I have a question for you. Um, know a lot of people see you looking through your little book on the bench and, uh, you know, a lot of us wonder the magic book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's in this book? I have seen the contents of the book,
5: but legally I'm not allowed to share. I'm just kidding.
6: (laughs) No, if, if there was a book, um, I wouldn't be able to share what's (laughs) in in it.
5: Oh,
3: there you go. Yeah.
6: No, (laughs) honestly, uh, there's a lot of information on there and, uh, at some point when I'm done coaching, uh, well, actually, you know, you talk about those, uh, those old skates on Wednesday night. Some of the guys that coached back in high school that are in college now, uh, they, you know, after, after it, we go and have a couple beers in the parking lot. And these guys are always like, hey, can you bring out the 05, 06 Maple Grove book? Because I still got all my books. And they want to oh, know wow. all this and they want to know that. God, I, was, uh, I had two goals in that game. I said, yeah, but you were a minus three. You know? I mean, <laughs> held you up two goal goals like at a minus three. three at the, end? Yeah. Yeah. the book is cold, man. Yeah. Cold, but I keep them all. And uh, at some point, uh, they might be reprinted. I don't know. We'll have to see what what'd happens. What did you write
3: in this last Friday game? Against uh, the Moose.
6: You know, I, I can't comment on that because uh, <laughs> we're trying to keep this pod uh, a little cleaner than the last episode. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs>
4: Quincy, who's the most exciting player in the NHL to watch
6: for you? Uh, right now uh, I just like to go. old school. I still want, like watching Obi take one timers, you know what I mean it's it's uh, he's just so good you know I mean they, 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 every NHL team just tries to stop that power play and they can't and it's just amazing that he has that many and that's the only thing that they do is go, you know, Backstrom to Carlson, back to Backstrom, and then over to Ovi, and it's a one. It's and the goalie could be standing there and not even, you know, on the other side, and he still knows it's coming, and and uh, it gets in. You know, so I don't know. I just maybe him, or even a guy like Oshi. He's fun to watch. Uh, kind of partial to the to the bigger dudes too, and the older veterans like Backus and that, and being that he's a local guy too. So, but you know, the younger guys probably. Uh, I mean, I don't mind watching McDavid a little bit, but it just isn't a lot of, I don't mean, I don't think he's made a hit and since he's been in the league, oh, you know, I mean, <laughs> do they have any video? No, I, <laughs> so
2: don't so. yeah, I don't
6: think mean, so. I mean, has so he hard. ever played the body? I don't know. He's I mean, yeah, he he's a good fast. player, soft. you know. We he's kind of that soft. fast. Yeah, yeah, but otherwise, uh, you know, Sid is always good to watch and uh, Mullican too, just because at least those guys play the body and,
4: you know, stuff like that, but no, probably those guys, you know the same question for you. We all know, but who's your favorite – what's your favorite NHL team and <coughs> your favorite player?
5: Um, you know, it's funny that we just had Bruce on this podcast talking about how he's going to stop Edmonton. Um,
3: there we go. It's a
5: tough situation to be in. Um, Edmonton's obviously my favorite team. Watch yourself. Um, watch yourself. <laughs> no, but they're, they're, they're fun to watch. They're a little cold right now. they got to pick it up um but i i just love watching the nhl in general like i have so much like i mean so so much awe about all those guys they're so sick it's, it's unreal to watch
4: when, when did you become an oiler fan and why
5: um so i started watching edmonton around um 2010 2011 because i just kind of started and Nuge was actually the first first Oiler player that I ever knew, and that was one of my first NHL jerseys was Nuge, which is kind of funny because he was 18 at the time, and now he's like old as He's like 26. He's been in the NHL for quite some time, and it's crazy. But I, I started watching them, and actually my first, first uh, Oiler's game was against the Wild in Minnesota, so that was really fun, um, but... You know, hopefully we can make a
2: cut run this year. We'll All right.
6: See. Well, thanks for the uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins update there. Um, <laughs> Pumped his
2: tires a bit.
6: Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I know you guys are rookies of the podcast, but at some point you should
4: probably uh, bring up our sponsors, huh? Yeah, we usually do it at the beginning. Uh, we honestly forgot. Yeah. Still We're too excited Still for this interview. Yeah. Well, All right. We want to thank our sponsors. We want to thank our sponsors, Edley. So, thank you to Walter Ring Rapids, Gray Clips, RBC Financial, Absolute Filth, Shiny Clear Pizza, Power Edge Training, Geico, Twin Cities Orthopedics, Warrior Hockey, and Euro Edge North America. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, let's get back to the pod.
2: So, uh, we talked about Woodsy's journey, how he got to the Blue Ox. Uh, Spoley, how did you get here? How did you end up at the Blue Ox? I had known
5: Jay previously when he was coaching the Twin City Steel. I was a junior in high school, and he was kind of talking to me and he offered me a contract with the uh, Twin City Steel. And they actually moved to New Ulm the year that I was going to sign, and I was planning on doing it. Um, but I kind of had my reservations because I was wanting to stay at home, kind of uh, finish up school, finish up high school. That was kind of a priority for me. Um, but then we had just remained in contact, and he had really wanted me the last couple of years, and so. I went to the first Blue Ox main camp during the summer, and I made the team, um, and he offered me the contract, but I still felt I wasn't ready. I went back and finished high school, kind of finished up everything. And uh, <laughs> Sorry, Woody. <laughs>
4: Can you explain what just happened? A
5: uh, little, little mishap with my spitter there. I just... Probably ruined one of their nicest uh, cups. What do I owe you, a cup? Sorry. And so did the Wild, but... Yeah, right. No, but I was kind of in talks with them, and um, kind of in December, they reached, Jay reached back out because I think one of the players left. And I was like, you know what, fuck. I'm, I'm gonna, I was like, you know what, I'm going to strongly consider. So I did. I took the chance, and they took the chance on me. And I honestly am so blessed that I took the opportunity to
3: come to Blue Ox. It's the best, best team I've ever played for, and I and I love being here every second. That's yeah, awesome. I, I agree on that. You know, I've played on, I've had a, quite the journey myself, and you know, I've kind of told my story already on the pod. But Blue Ox, I think, hands down, is the best junior hockey experience out there. You know, love it here. Such so, a great opportunity.
4: So you're uh, one of the. OG Bullock's guys, one of three guys in this routine. team. Uh, what's the difference you think between the first year and the second year and the third year now?
5: Well, there's obviously differences for every team just based on the players, the atmosphere and stuff. I mean, every every team has just been fantastic and it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, the, the main differences would just just have to be the guys on the team and stuff and. Every year, I feel like you wanna you wanna get better as an organization in terms of how it's ran and stuff. But I can't say enough good things about how it's ran, and I think you guys can agree too. Absolutely. Um, every single year, we, you know, we get better as an organization. And something that's awesome is we've had a lot of the same fans the, the last three years, and we've also gained a lot of new fans. So that's also really fun. And 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 I'm just really fortunate that I'm here, and um, you know that we've made so much progress over the last couple of years.
6: Well said, well said. I got a couple of questions for you guys.
3: Oh, here we,
6: we go. Oh well, no, just uh, you know, oh, you live with the How's uh, how's that go with your uh, your billet over there?
4: Uh, they're awesome. They're literally like a second family now. Uh, it's my second year there, so it's like everything is normal. Uh, the little brothers are just like brothers, like real brothers and. I'm probably gonna know them for the rest of my life, so i um, I got really lucky with them and very thankful and very grateful for that.
2: Holly, oh, Annie, what do you guys got?
4: Uh, I mean, my billets are
2: awesome. I mean,
4: you got a new puppy.
2: I yeah, we got a new puppy, Gizmo. Gizmo, nice. so, Giz. How's he he's, doing? He's a little ankle biter. <laughs> He's yeah. got a mean underbite too, so he he just looks dumb. <laughs> a little snaggle tooth. Yeah. He looks like that. <laughs> I mean, you guys can't see it, but everyone here did it. it was pretty funny. <laughs> you know, my billets
3: are, are terrible. I live at home with the plan. <laughs> no, it's really it's it's nice to live at home. Um, you know, my hockey crew's kinda of been all over the place. And you know, I left California and been away from home for four or five years, so it's definitely nice to uh, be under the same roof as the family and just enjoy my last year of eligibility uh, playing juniors and just having the support of my family come to every game is just like huge because you know it's it's almost Christmas time and being away from your family around those times of the year is it's pretty tough but you know just got to say it's it's nice to at home for once.
6: That's awesome. That's
3: awesome. I got a question. I got a question for you handy.
5: So like when you we're living in California, obviously, you moved away and you were gone for like five years. Was it weird now thinking about the fact that like when you moved away from California, that would be the last time that like, you were ever at that house? You know, like
3: and now you're at a new house. A that, that is a good question. Like dude, yeah, is it weird to think about is, being dude, in your new room that you're never gonna be in the other room I haven't again. really thought about that till now, I gotta say. But uh it's it's definitely different. Um you yeah, know, being gone for so long, I mean it's just it's like i don't even know like i I haven't been back i mean obviously i've been back a couple times but like not a lot i mean i've just been on the road and it's it's a different feel it it is weird to uh, to know that you know like oh that was the last time i'm ever going to be in cali because you know the fam just bought a brand new house here and it's great it's a it's a nice change like i love minnesota it's just it's great here i gotta say so I mean, I do miss Cali a bit, but at the same time too, there's some perks about Minnesota. You know, getting a new house, and you know the weather is obviously a big factor and a different change. And yeah, I I love it. I mean, geez. I say, you know, if you're a big outdoors person, you'll love Minnesota because mm-hmm. you know here in many you get every you know season. You know, you get spring, you get the fall, you get winter, you get, you get summer, and yeah. it's just great. California, you know, it's only it's it's two two types of weather you'll get, which is you know blazing hot you know weather where you just want to you know get out of california or it's you know raining so it's definitely nice to get all aspects of uh
4: that
6: i got another question for you guys which one of you four uh, how many of you guys have ever been ice fishing
4: i've never been ice fishing i went
3: ice fishing Uh, for the first time and i was uh i was last year with uh one of the Guys from our team, uh, yeah. Alex Tim, yeah. uh, Joe went on that cabin trip, did not
2: participate. In he didn't ice participate,
3: <laughs> you know. A couple of guys are a little scared going on the ice, but you know, I went out there, not gonna lie, I got kind of mad because uh, lost my first fish. Oh, we were doing tip ups, so funny, <laughs> we weren't even doing like real ice. And fishing. he runs we in, he goes,
2: fucking lost the fish, because it was my first one. <laughs> I was a
3: little rattled, not gonna lie, you know. It's you know, in California, you grow up just you know, fishing off the bank, you know fishing in the yeah. bay you know and stuff like that but oh gosh it was fun It only been one time so hope to go many more times this uh this year you know?
6: that's awesome um you know we are in the, the holiday season now, guys and uh, uh you know it's always good to reminisce we said we had a former player out there skating today with us colton ryan um it was good to see colton listen to some of his college experiences so far he's uh down in the, down in Louisville right now, so...
3: Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah,
6: Louisville. Louisville. Sounds like he's, uh... Having fun. Sounds Yeah, sounds like they're having a good time down there, so... Um, you know, those are all, uh... Those are all experiences that, that, uh, You know, you guys will eventually have here, too, in the next couple of years, so that'll be fun.
3: Yeah, come back and stay with the boys.
6: Oh, Hello. for sure, yeah. Well, I want you. But, you know, my point is, is that it's the holiday season. I didn't want to, uh... Uh, wrap up the episode without giving you guys something too. So, um, as we're watching uh, Boston and the Caps here, and Oshie just scored, um, I think someone's at the door for you guys. We'll see who's here.
3: Someone at the door. So another the another door. guest? I don't know. We'll Ooh. see. Yeah. Another guest. Yeah.
6: Ooh. This will be interesting. Who's we'll just it. bringing gifts now? Might be abroad. It could be a guy. I have no idea. While we're
5: talking, I wanted to share a funny story that I had. Oh, with boy. Woody. Here we go. Uh, while we're talking, I wanted to share a, a really funny story that I had with Woody. Um, when we were in Boston, it was the last day we were there, and Shauna is standing there, and oh, me and Woody I know mean. exactly what's about to happen.
6: What the hell? <laughs> oh, Billy? I'm to take a out here. Holy, Holy shit! Veteran player.
2: It's awesome. The best
6: uh, Phil Shader has just arrived. Oh yeah! To the oh hostel yeah. here, he's back from oh school. He's on uh, winter vacay, as they say, and uh, I think he just got back uh, in town here tonight. So, really good over here. Phil, why don't you sit down oh. and join the party? Well,
3: it looks like a party. Right? Wow, what a, what a surprise there, Woodsy! Holy!
6: Well, if we're gonna have a pod, we gotta have uh, you know coaches two, two and gotta have former wow. players and. Yeah, some good stories.
2: Phil, Phil Shader? Nice you. you guys some captain. questions
6: for a uh, for a college guy now, You
2: know. Welcome um, to the pod, Phil Shader. How are you?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? You're doing right. well. Doing well. You. Uh, having fun.
2: So, how's college hockey? How's that going? Good.
1: It's uh it's different. I mean, uh I it's set up here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Michigan's different for sure. A lot of snow here, or oh, up there, I guess, compared to here. But um, more than here? Oh, a lot more. It's not quite as cold, but there is a lot of snow. <laughs> <laughs> and when it snows, it doesn't just snow for a day. It snows for like ten days. You know? Oh god, it's <laughs> <So, too bad. laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's terrible. I was actually pretty lucky that I made it out of there today because we've had we've had a snowstorm going on for like five days. Oof. Did you drive it? Did you... I did, yeah. I got a I got a car now. Of oh. oh, I'm all grown up, my old car. <laughs> <laughs> no more no more
3: Zuzu from the old boat. No, oh, it's
1: a new race car. It's called the Red Rocket. <laughs> the Red Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot faster than the old one. Uh, but no, it's good. I mean uh, the just the speed and just the attention to detail is it's a lot a lot faster than um than last year for me, but um it's been a pretty good adjustment. I mean, we have a big freshman class, so it's nice to get in the lineup right away and get some games. But yeah, our start, our start to the season was pretty rough, <laughs> considering the amount of freshmen and just our schedule. Mm-hmm. Like some of the, some of the teams we played were. the a wake up call when you go into Adrian the, the second weekend of the season. But I got yeah, a question for you. So.
6: Coming from uh, your fantastic billets over at the Kerpocks, and uh, her making you three meals a day, and tucking you in at night, and doing all your laundry (laughs) for you—you know—now you're on your own. How's that adjustment there?
1: Oh God, it's um, it's different. Living in the dorms too, living with Timmer. Oh Oh, God. Oh no. What's it like living with him? Uh, It's actually pretty good. I mean, the guy's just—he loves to sleep, as everyone (laughs) (laughs) knows. There's not a lot going on in our room, that's for sure. But <laughs> that's funny. No, I mean it's good. Food at the calf is alright too. I mean uh, if you're in college, I mean you just take what you can get. Yeah, you take what you can get every day, so but no, it's good. And I mean we get the all the stuff we get from the team and all the extra meals on the road trips and that stuff is, is pretty good, so how's the school going and is it hard to oh. manage everything? Schools actually, you know what? I did the online schooling for a couple of years during juniors. So the adjustment from the online schooling back to like the actual schooling was pretty easy for me. Um, I don't want to say I, I haven't gotten my final grades yet, but. <laughs> Pretty close to being an A student there, oh, not, not trying to flex there go. Go. <laughs> Humble brag. Humble brag. I Beautiful. think
6: uh, we might need to get a, a fax of that because I don't believe that at all. Oh my God, I'll send you guys the original. <laughs> what, uh, what, what do you miss the most about uh, playing junior hockey?
1: Oh, God, I would play junior hockey right now if I could. Oh, <laughs> no, oh. I'll learn that from everybody.
6: It's just. Come on, you definitely
3: gotta miss the visor. We're in a oh, cage. Yeah, yeah. We're in the cage. It's <laughs> gotta, the cage. gotta, be, just so it's gotta be the
1: worst part. It's for sure the worst part. Besides going, getting up in the morning, going to class, uh, mm-hmm. we gotta so do like, a whole bunch of NCAA stuff like tutoring and, and all that stuff during the week. And What's, your daily, on road. what's your daily routine? Um. Well, I didn't sign up for too many early morning classes. But, um, smart
3: move, smart move. Yeah.
1: Usually get up in the morning around eh, 9.15, 9.30ish. 9. Lately been skipping breakfast a couple times because <laughs> breakfast ends at 10 and class starts at 10.10, 10, so not always getting Yikes. up in the morning. But sure. um, No, go to class. Um, actually don't even get to go to lunch most days. Got to go to the gym and work out during our lunch break, and then grab a quick to-go box, go back to class. Um, Some days tutoring, some days uh, taking a nap for sure. Taking naps is like the biggest thing in college. (laughs) Always tired. Even juniors. (laughs) Yeah, juniors you got all day to sleep, but you got to be pretty uh, pretty good about your scheduling in college. And then uh, usually, yeah, take a nap or do some homework. And then we actually practice pretty late some days. we got some biology majors. They so got lab time, so... I think Monday, Wednesday, we don't practice till like, around 8 o'clock at night. Wow. We got lot, lots of meetings, lots of video. We got analytics software. Nice. You can't hide from anything. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so if you take a huge flyby and, you know, don't crush the guy in the corner, you're definitely getting chirped in oh, video or what? You, I
1: don't know about getting chirped, but... Uh, <laughs> you rip ripped you know, apart? Yeah, yeah. you got you to... Gotta, um, make sure you uh, you don't do that if you want to stay in the lineup. Ooh. But I've been good. I've been good with the penalty minutes, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like last
3: year, you know, the highest Tim guy on the team here.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. I, I, like I think the,
3: second I was, and then Timmy. Yeah,
1: I, I don't
4: like that. Yeah, there were still baby, refs
1: that asked me, so where's
3: that shader guy? <laughs> you're still oh. talked about to this the Legend.
1: Oh, That's good. As long as it's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, boy. But no, I've been good. I am kind of, I'm a quiet guy now, I mean, so you're still aggressive quiet. on the ice, but no still more talking to the shots. refs, um, actually, uh, well, as a bottom six line, as bottom six guy, you gotta make sure you stay in the lineup, so, uh, <laughs> can't do all the extra director stuff. But.
2: So, uh, Philly, let, let's, uh, roll it back to your Blue Ox career, Do you ever have a favorite goal that you scored for the Blue
1: Ox? Ooh, do I have a favorite goal? Um... Actually, i would probably have to say my first year we uh, we hit it off right with the, way back. The, the Minnesota. <laughs> I
7: know the Minnesota about.
1: Moose. That's kind of when yep. the rivalry started, and uh, yep. I think we beat them our home opener. At, yeah. Home opener in Coon Rapids, and yeah. then played them a couple weeks later, and we were down all game. I think we're down three nothing, and then five two and uh we actually ended up tying up the game with like a minute to go and I was feeling pretty good i think i i had a goal and assist earlier in the game already going into overtime i think it was our first three on three overtime game two and uh oscar he was on the team so i <laughs> uh, found myself the on the ice with five. him and i uh, <laughs> actually gave him the puck in the d zone and he, he skated all the way down and i was oh. in the slot so i got the pass and i think we ended up winning six five and we actually had more uh, Blue Ox fans in their rank than they have mm-hmm. Moose fans. It's still the same way. It's the same so, way. Mm-hmm. So that or, was pretty good. May or may
6: not have been a uh,
1: salute to the fans there, huh? It, there yeah, was for sure yeah, a salute. Yeah. It was. It wasn't even that nice of a goal. I think it was an ice burner. It wasn't an <laughs> post and end, but ice burns yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh.
2: So, uh, so the same question for you. Favorite goal you've scored?
5: Um, probably. Um, the first playoff game against Rum River, uh, scoring the game winner with like maybe two minutes left. That was pretty special. But it's it's been really fun to watch. The
2: oh, next night.
5: Yeah, no, it's been fun to watch everyone else have, have their highlight real goals and their, their special moments. It's been a lot of fun to watch that too, for sure. <laughs> Not <laughs>
2: a lot of highlight yeah, for me. <laughs> Same here, Philly. Same <laughs> yeah. here.
6: So Phil, have you had a chance to get out of uh... Uh, Hancock and get up to Tech what's the what's the scenery up like there what's the what's going on up in uh, Michigan Tech
1: uh, I was at a Tech game um, there is a well Hancock I don't know if you guys know but it's really small so there's not a lot going on there but Tech is like I'd say probably less than a mile away so it's just across the bridge um, but I'll all the extracurricular stuff, like the bars and stuff are over there. So um, <laughs> Big
3: big bar kind of
1: guy? Or I, no comment on that <laughs> I mean, we can't
4: talk
1: about it, but yeah. you can probably. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm old. Everyone's old enough. It's, uh, we're a pretty old team. I mean, we got guys on our team that are 25 years old. So, Jeez. Um, But no, definitely like the frats and everything's going on over there, but we don't really spend too much time over at Tech. Though. We're pretty yeah. busy, too, with just the season going on in mm-hmm. school. So I haven't, I haven't been over on that <laughs> side too much. so <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I've been there a couple times, but, yeah. um, well, there, I, if I, if I would have stayed over break, I would have been there, but I decided to come back and maybe skate with the Ox, try to mm-hmm. stay in shape. Absolutely. Oh, there we go. Huh.
2: How long did you Should get be? off?
1: Um, I think we get off till December 27th and then, oh. uh, we don't play till I don't know if it's January second or third. So school, we get off school till uh, like almost mid January. So we oh, just got to yeah. come back early for hockey.
2: Yeah, gotcha. That's very nice. Well, Philly, do you have any funny stories for us, or uh, your college team, or what?
1: Ah, oh, God, it's a tough one. I don't know if I don't know if they're
3: come on, like, you definitely. I don't have nice know if they're appropriate. To <Exactly>.
1: We gotta keep it clean on the we got podcast. Got special guests though. We gotta say. Something. I wasn't I really prepared for the either, so I. I hey, just we just pe- always
3: we just you know you know roll the tape here. We don't even we just you know whatever comes in mind we just say so. Yeah, I yeah, I the got,
1: you guys gotta come back to me about that. I don't even really know. Right.
2: Philly, I got a got a question here. What about the, the rooming uh, situation last year with me and Swanny?
1: How, how did that go? The road trips. Yeah. God, it's uh it's a lot more <laughs> quiet now for sure. Um your roadies are the best. Well the roadies are the best, but um no we're some pretty quiet guys right now and it doesn't really switch up too much, but it's not the same as the docs where you have the same room all year and uh <laughs> it's not a lot of talking going on at night or you guys Almost fighting each other because they're kicking each other when they're sleeping and sharing a bed. And all are, that kind of stuff.
6: Are, are, are you ready to come clean now that you're uh, you're out of the blue box uh, blanket, and uh, you know admit that you uh, broke into our hotel room uh, and uh, may or may not have uh, stole some of our items uh, <laughs> out of our room?
1: Yeah, I, depends on who you're talking about. here. Yeah. I mean, it was a couple you're incidents. Right, yeah. Um, I'm. I actually wonder who threw me under the buster. Oh! Uh, are to Make that court case. That's oh, really a court case. case. <laughs> all all I'm gonna say out. is there's, uh, there's some people <laughs> from the from the Blue Axe staff that were involved. I was definitely one of the main guys as far as planning <laughs> it goes. And uh, I actually didn't think I got caught yeah, until was, today.
3: So funny. the story here about this was, you know, someone stole some bed sheets. Coach Woodsy loves to bring his own sheets because he hates sleeping at the, ho- at the hotel, <laughs> hotel sheets. So we might have not, you know, stolen his sheets and hid them. And gosh, I just remember the guy yelling down the hallway and you just hear him just Where freaking out my about his sheets. sheets.
1: Where the fuck are my sheets? And just uh, losing his shit. Next thing you know, there's a message from Coach in the group. Whoever stole Woodsy's sheets, bring them back right now. <laughs> it's about to call 911. <laughs> what, what,
3: what was going through your head when that
1: happened? Well, I just, you know, I, we get back, I
6: don't know where we, we go out to eat, or maybe we had pizzas, I don't remember, but at back and I just noticed my, my stuff's moved around, and, you know, the bed's made differently, and I'm like, whoa, 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 you know? <laughs> you made it look nice. <laughs> but, yeah, and that's the problem, is that it's not, usually not how it is, because we're on the road, we got laptops, and there's, you know, you know your bags are usually in the same spot, and you know, I got my sheets that I bring with me, because of the, allegedly some of the, you know, hotels we stay in aren't the best all the time, but, you know, when um, all of a sudden my machines aren't there and laptops missing and everything's moved around, and I'm like, hey, Jay, someone broke in our room. He's like, no, they didn't. So I got on the phone. I was on the phone with uh, security down at the front desk, and he's like, hey, whoa, whoa, who are you talking to? I'm like, what are you talking about? Our room got broken into it. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, a couple people had uh, – Mentioned some names of some people that may have been involved with it. And I thought that maybe uh, you're old
1: enough that you could come come clean, all fill Yeah, hey, I don't know if I'm away from the <laughs> long <laughs> enough to come clean. Yeah. There was definitely a slip up. Someone someone slipped up, and the original plan was actually to make it look like the um, someone. It. No, yeah, someone came in and cleaned the room and just took the bed sheets because they didn't belong to the hotel. Right? <laughs> so when we came in there, it was pretty messy. It's kind of a shocker, yeah. too, because this coach room. <laughs> uh, we're supposed to keep who, our rooms. Who still? was the
3: messiest uh, in that room? Was it uh, Jay Wetter, or was it uh, Woodsy over here? Uh, I
1: Woodsy's
6: pretty
1: I, clean. Yeah, I would say it was probably Jay. But, wow. I agree
6: 100%. Wow. But, uh,
1: but the Woodsy's bed wasn't made, so you could definitely see the sheets. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> Jay is more of the Oscar Madison. I'm, you know. I'm, I'm the more cleanly one for sure. I think, mm-hmm. I think the best part about it was um, laying the sheets down in front of the door after all night and, <laughs> on, and then knocking on the door and running away. Oh, so, not, not so catch you were enough. there then. No, I mean, I mean, I'm not fast enough to run away. But, <laughs> oh, so. no. Well,
6: he's a pretty quick guy, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got the wheels. Luckily, I didn't see anybody out there. I would have probably strangled him
1: with the bed sheets. I <laughs> yeah. got the wheels. Uh, this, is, uh, this is some good road trip stories. Um, I don't know if I have any from this year yet. We're, uh, We've only had a couple road trips. So. We, we, uh,
3: we haven't even had our own road
2: trip yet. We're going to yeah. Chicago Next Thursday. Thursday,
6: yeah, yeah, Thursday. we're, we're on, on the road to Chicago and then we come back and, uh, uh, for Christmas break. And then the Ox will be on the road again in Boston. So make sure you guys check us out online for that. That'll be a fun time.
1: I miss I miss playing that many games too. Yeah, yeah. 20,
3: twenty-five yeah. games. How how is that? You know. Oh, have played twelve records.
1: You know the funny thing is, like everyone always says, yeah, junior, you play so many games in college, and you play twenty-five. But um, it's actually it's pretty tough. I mean, you still beat up and stuff. It feels like it's a lot more than just twenty-five games. But yeah, it's good. I think it's good for like just the. The speed of the game too, and guys being being a little fresher, and like you, you basically prepare all week for whoever you're playing on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So yeah. practices are usually pretty organized. Just talking about uh, talking about the other team's systems and almost like mimicking them during the week and yeah, for sure. Working a lot on a D zone, which will make Woodsy happy. Oh, so that's, that's yeah. the main focus always. You, you still, have You played Yeah. I I was actually. I personally, I didn't really play all that well, but um, I guess my work ethic kept me in the lineup, so I played all 12 so far, which is just nice as a freshman, but offensively, I haven't really Are you still, done a whole lot.
3: Uh, are you still blocking shots, you know, like in a black stage? That's the only
1: reason I'm in the lineup. Just, <laughs> that's that's just
3: you know. a big puck magnet kind of
1: guy, huh? Yeah, that's, that's what happens. The, the tough part is, too, the, the shots are a little bit harder, too. Wow. in the orthodox so there's some yeah weird. but you got a cage now, so yeah, yeah cage, cage you, on, which is weird cage. but yeah. a, I am yeah. a I love I love the visor guy, so <laughs> cage part is kinda the rules too like it's it's really t- it's really hard. really getting really soft yeah
3: the, so like at the start of the season I heard like you know you don't practice with like the full coaching
1: staff and whatnot for yeah like, so NCAA got all those regulations um Well, I thought it was going to be a lot different, but coaches aren't allowed to be at the practices and all that kind of stuff. You guys have, like,
2: captain's skates. Oh, we have
1: captain's practices. So at the end of the day, we're still, like, doing full-on skates. And uh, we're not allowed to work – or we are allowed to work out once everyone's cleared, so there's a lot of paperwork. Oh, jeez. You got your physical done and and, the trainers and concussion tests and, oh, my God, just all that kind of stuff. But no, it was good. I mean, uh, it's, it's nice to kind of get enrolled in school and have a little bit of time until the uh, season starts. But at the same time, our first game, like our first regular season game, wasn't until, I want to say, November 1st. We had a couple of preseason games before. But
7: it's
1: a, it's a long time, and you're in the gym and you're skating and trying to get in shape, even though you should be in shape already after the summer. But that was good. What's the, what's the,
6: what's the uh, most important thing you can tell these guys that are going off to college uh, to
1: get ready for you know, next season for them? Um, I think the biggest thing is just the attention to detail and being involved like every practice. Cause, um, and I know everyone always says that, and it's kind of a cliche, but it's, it is a step up for sure, and it was a bigger step up than I thought it was going to be. So just really working on your game every day because uh, can't really take any days off coming oh, especially, to college.
3: Especially when you're limited on games, you know. That's, yeah. yeah, limited I on suppose. games. And then
1: you got older guys that have been through it, so the adjustment is pretty big. But, I mean, Blue Ox Hockey was pretty good too. So um, I think just just bringing in some confidence and having confidence in yourself when you start, start out and, and just – kind of not being afraid to make mistakes, just work hard. And the one thing is, the biggest thing is the work ethic. So um, I've never had a coach that that really got mad at me um, unless I wasn't working on it. So if you So if you're going hard and you, you can uh, figure out the systems as time time goes, you, you'll be fine for sure. Pretty good. So are
4: you happy with your decision so far and going to Finlandia to yeah. Yeah, and this, I remember you were looking around a lot and you didn't know where to go. And then Different schools. When when did you uh, sign and decide to go there officially?
1: Um, I forgot, I forgot when that was, but it was probably... It was pretty it was, late. Yeah, it was pre- pretty late. It was like mid-summer. I, I, I've been talking to a couple schools and then just as an international too, like. Um, applying to those schools and getting a financial aid package—you know, everything it took a while. But no, I'm happy. I mean, we um, we play in one of the best conferences in NCAA Division three, so um, the NCHA was, was definitely the hockey side of things is good. Um, I mean, Hancock, Michigan's not really like the the best town if you think about like just the college experience in general. But with hockey and uh, and and the school being right there, smaller class sizes, like, being close to your professors, it has definitely worked out for me, like, academically, and, and it's nice that, um, nice to get a chance to get in the lineup right away, so that's kind of the biggest thing for me, and, um, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I enjoy it, it was, uh, it's an adjustment, but I feel, I feel, I feel pretty good about my game now, and, uh, Excited to get back to good, it after good.
6: Christmas break. What's the uh, what's the makeup of your team as far as roster wise? Like US USPHL, any guys? Any three guys from Canada? or Kind of. What's the, the yeah? So there? we
1: have um, we have a couple Canadian kids, um, and I think most of them at least played some junior A hockey there, like BCHL. A lot of the BC kids uh, tend to come to our school it's just. Because our coaches are kind of involved in that, in that whole. Or one of our assistant coaches is actually from British Columbia, so we got some some BC kids. Um, we got a Finnish goalie, so the school is called Finlandia because it's Finnish heritage, um, and then a bunch of other guys that played some junior A. But we also have a lot of um, a couple USPHL guys, uh, NA3HL guys, and. Uh, some guys that played uh, played over in Canada. Same thing there, kind of Vancouver area. Um, but no, it's a pretty good mix. We got I actually got some local kids too, like some local Michigan, Michigan like UP kind of kids, and um, really good goaltending this year too, which helps. Like we have just a great goalie. We like to call him the Phil Kessler goalie. I mean, it's just He's a beast. I think. Yeah. I. I'm actually not sure, but I think he got mentioned in the Player of the Week this week, you know, in our conference. So, so he had a great weekend.
2: So, Phil, what would be the biggest difference between your college team now and uh, the Blue Ox team from last year?
1: Biggest difference, as far as like the guys or as far yeah. As, like, I mean, is, just...
2: are you guys as close? We or... were actually
1: we're really close because we're in a we're in a tough. Tough conference and um, lots of freshmen and most of the other teams, especially in our conference, they have a lot more tier two guys. And uh, sometimes even division one drop downs. Um, so we know that if our team, like if all our 19 or however many guys are playing, including the goalies, um, all the guys aren't going at the same time, we know that it's going to be really tough. So, um, we hold each other accountable and, um, we're pretty smart off the ice not just not just in school but i think we got the best gpa and from like all the sports teams in in our school too which not really that, that much of a because we don't have that many students at our school but um no i the guys are close and we got some good leadership we got some good older guys that really step up and kind of lead the way by playing through injury or just just showing up to the rink every day and even captain's practices like that was kind of the biggest surprise that um, there's no coaches around, and, and it's like an actual practice, and yeah, there's some scrimmage sometimes at the end and that kind of stuff, and a little bit of fun, but we actually put a, a lot of work into that too. So
6: that's good, that's good. Well, going back to your uh, Blue Ox uh, experience, um, what maybe uh, what have you heard from the other guys on your team as far as like what their experience was playing junior hockey, whether it was good, bad, or uh, you want to believe this. Shit yeah, you know.
1: There is a lot of stories. I mean, um no, my time at the Blue Ox was great and especially just um the coaching staff not not shipping players around as much. Like there's a lot of guys on our team even, like played on four, five, six, seven junior teams. Ooh, suitcase. So, yeah, so um
2: absolute suitcases.
1: Yeah, that's that's kinda the way it goes and uh, but especially I think the biggest thing is uh kind of the billet families here. Like there's all, you always hear about some billet family stuff, like something wasn't working mm-hmm. or, and, uh, and the the living situation was terrible, but no, that, that, that didn't happen here. So I think, um, as an organization, like talking to some of the tier two guys too, like it's almost run like a tier two organization for sure. And maybe even better than some because there's not, not as much, not as many guys moving around and just, um, you kinda I don't wanna say stuck with the guys, but I mean the coaches um they, if you earn a spot, um, they'll give you a chance all year to kinda improve and and work your way up. So um I haven't I haven't heard anything bad about the Blue Ox from all the guys I know. Um, but I've definitely heard some uh some horror stories about other teams.
2: <laughs> very nice, very nice. Well, I'm all out of questions right now. Anybody else got okay. anything for the boys How are you guys
1: doing this here? I mean I, I followed along a little bit on social media, yeah. but we about a couple good. big wins and then uh a couple big losses yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe a couple, couple of days swallows. off in between,
7: yeah.
2: but yeah, yeah I mean really all around time. I think we're doing pretty well. Um we're six one and one in our last eight. So that's not too bad. Yeah, you got suspended for a game.
1: Oh, I wow. heard about I definitely heard about oh, that. Oh,
3: God. It was a good one. You missed a good one.
6: Were you streaking oh, yeah. on the ice or what? Yeah, I was streaking <laughs> down the ice.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so explain what happened.
3: Uh, I might have gotten into a little altercation during the second period uh, with oh, another guy on the team. Uh, Get some moose. Get some Friday a shocker. <laughs> Uh, we were in front of the net, and we almost scored, we hit the crossbar off the play, and then someone else came in and tried to finish, uh, you know, on the rebound there, Scrads. and Skrads came in, and it was a close one, there was a little scuffle in front of the net there, and the lumberjack, number 52 or whatever, <laughs> cross-checked me in the face, and we just both had that look in our eye, like, alright, we're going, so, I just came out guns blazing, and just dropped the mitts, and just went with the guy, and...
1: Love to see him. Head, hey. head down, head down, head down fire and yeah, him. Swinging. It
3: was bad. Yeah, uh, was bad. cut uh, his face up pretty good. He was a good leaked. sport about it. He was a good sport yeah. about it. Uh, yeah, definitely uh, he was leaking a bit. Some great pictures.
1: He was <laughs> leaking great a bit. <laughs> of course Handy likes the social media pictures. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know, yeah. Gotta yeah. sauce God. it up on the gram. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> No, that, was, that, that better have been a, fi- a fine in court. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's, running, who's running court this year? That's no, so it's, cool. Cool. It's, it's always got to be How is it? And, You know, court's
5: courts different every year. It's, it's a lot different than last year, for sure. We got moved, actually, to Wednesday, which is, yeah, which is right? crazy. Yeah, so it's definitely. been really tough. Because we got off the ice
3: at 12.15 on Wednesday, so I figured, you know, just get it over with. Because, you know, we can't stay out until yeah, we
5: long. have workouts
2: before practice I'll now.
5: But there's not
3: the same, like... Court's fun, but
5: it's not like Timor and Skransky going on oh, it back and forth. This is not It's not that type
3: of... I
2: mean, uh, we have so many rookies mind. to where it's like... It's tough. And plus the rookies are ballsy And
3: I feel like, uh, you know, at first there's been a couple uh, scuffles at the beginning of the year with rooks, you know, just knowing not to just say anything to shut up because it always ends bad. Everyone knows, you know, between a bet and a rook, it's just always going to end bad. So there's been some guys that uh, used to get fined quite a bit, you know, 15 to $20 in a court sesh. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're only getting fined like 5 bucks max, so oh. it's different. <laughs> but there's some good stories to get you know thrown around, and
7: I don't know, court's fun.
6: So yeah, okay. I don't, I've never been in you guys' court session, so
7: coaches are not. Coaches are not. Yeah, yeah I, I, we need to clear the air.
1: Just, just, just yeah. one thing about the college hockey. We you know, need to clear the air on this. this there, court thing. there, there can be coaches' fines too, and like I, I, I know, know we have. A I know we Huge have coaches that, that step up, and it's a legitimate fine. They so. pay the. Okay, well, clear
6: the air. What happened for you? Yeah, why am I getting fined? You ate
5: shit on the ice. <laughs> oh, the love digger, me get oh, <laughs> <laughs> a digger. Oh, yeah. What do a big lot big of game. Game. Exactly. He goes a and just airs shit in front of the net. Brad press. I forgot funny.
3: what drill we're doing, but what he you just tries to do a clap bomb and just <laughs> totally takes a dig? On the on. slap shot? Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Land on it, everything, just ripped it wide.
1: and yeah, that would be $2.00. It, oh, it's gradually. funny
3: because, you know,
6: he's all stumbling, getting up, and he's got snow all over his pants
3: uh, and stuff. That. And He
6: said, chalk it up. Oh, all legend anyway. No, what happened was a terrible pass. <laughs> there you know, Here's the real story. <laughs> and, uh, it was behind me, so I went to transition. And, of course, uh, the ice, I got caught in the ice, and I had my skate sharpened for a year and a half. Who's the, you who was who didn't sharpen your skates last? One of my buddies, Mike Brzezinski. Over <laughs> oh, at, uh, that's BS. Last
3: oh, yeah. time I B's.
6: Well, I, no, actually, it might have been Brady. Yeah, but when I get him done, I usually go over to uh, go over to Mike's shop. Make sure I can get some rivets in. I'm missing two rivets right now. i have never. Been let's just for talk a year about let's just talk
3: about your steel. You got yeah. one solid steel, and then you got the old steel with the holes in it. What's up with that? You gotta come on. Well,
6: like, you know what? It's just to try to stay as fast as you guys. You know, I, I gotta have I gotta steel, have a leg up on is you. Guys, like you, 40, you know, was like
3: 50 bucks. You could go to yeah. the store yeah. and go buy yeah. some brand new steel. I know, be, I know. You'll I know. be good to go. Let's Thanks. just talk about your tape job real quick too. I mean, you've had <laughs> the same tape job for about it's a year long. and a half. That's Actually, fucking atrocious. Actually,
6: Smitty got. I mean, probably two weeks ago. So I did put a new one on. <laughs> um, I didn't get a chance to uh, to wax it up or anything, but... Uh, did wax kind of or what? Well, just along the bottom there. Just so it lasts longer. I think the last one lasted a good year, you know, yeah, probably since year. last summer. So yeah. if I get nine, ten months out of it, that's all right, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, well, let's uh, let's transition to uh, the story corner here. Uh, we're going to bring in another special guest here. Um one of uh, one of my buddies stopped by, uh, Chick Pojar and uh, Good old Chick. Yeah, he's got on? he's got some stories, I'll tell you that. There's one, going there's on, one guys? That I'd really like to uh, I'd really like him to get into, but you know, there's a side one too as well. But um, I think the primary reason he's here though is to talk about uh, you know not only his uh, his career coming up um, through Roseville and uh, kind of what happened on his path, but then uh, ultimately what happened when he was playing uh, uh, In the shine down in Florida, so uh, you know chick But uh, glad, uh, glad you can make it over um, Thanks guys.
0: What's going on? What are you guys up to? Yes.
6: Just been shooting the
3: shit. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. How, how's the ox guys doing tonight? How's yeah. the team doing? Doing good? All right. Doing good. Yeah. yeah. Any fights? I heard, I heard you got in a fight the other night, Hanny. Yeah, I did. Is that true?
3: Yeah, I dropped the Mets. I wasn't a soft guy. Nice night. Nice, you yeah. Know. What did he tell you? Did get a haircut or what? Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's that that, what set <laughs> you up yeah. He just
0: gave me that luck in his eyes. I mean, the cross check kind of set it all to the face. You know what? Yeah. We're going. Good for you, man. Way to stand up for yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um,
6: so, Poge... Growing up in Roseville, kind of take me through your path in hockey uh, from Roseville into into college, and then uh, uh, ultimately the pro ranks. How'd, uh, how'd you kind of get started and and all that?
0: Well, yeah, I played hockey at Roseville High School. Graduated in '88. Uh, we had a pretty good program down there. We had a state tournament team in 1987, which was a lot of fun. I played on at the old Civic Center with the uh, glass boards. You young guys don't even know what that is, but it was pretty cool back in the day. And I uh, ended up uh, bouncing around at a couple of different college programs. I ended up at St. Cloud State and played up there 90, 91, 92, and then uh, left there and uh, was, wanted to keep playing hockey. So I ended up out in the East Coast Hockey League, uh, bounced around with a couple different teams out there, and I ended up in, uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, playing for the Raleigh Ice Caps.
6: Any, any good stories from Raleigh uh, before we hit the, the Sunshine States?
0: Well, Raleigh was a great town. You know, obviously this is way before the, uh, the hurricanes came to town, but it was a a good community. They liked their hockey down there, even though they weren't, uh, a real educated fan base at that point in time. Uh, I think they were more into the beer drinking and the fights and whatnot, but, um, you know, any given night there was always fights and that, that's what was really cool about the East Coast Hockey League, um, back in the eighties and early nineties was, uh, you know, any given game, you could get a team that's on a slump to, to roll into town. And they'd show up, and, uh, you know, they're on a three- or four-game losing skid. And you wouldn't even recognize the roster. In, in other words, they'd bring in, you know, three, four guys. And I don't know where they, got, where they found these guys, from the penitentiary leagues or where. California
6: Penal League. These guys
0: would come in, and you'd look up their stats from the, you know, previous season. And it's 160 PIMs and, you know. Two hundred penalty minutes and you know, this guy's six four and total goons. Two fifty. So yeah, it was uh you know, you had to keep your head up in those games because it was gonna be a bloodbath.
6: For yeah. sure, for sure. If I'm from Raleigh, where uh where'd you end up going from there? Well, hold on, you're
0: <laughs> you're asking me about a story oh, in yeah, Raleigh. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. uh a lot of Minnesota hockey fans uh that followed the North Stars back in the day, they'd remember a guy by the name of Link Gates. And so uh Link was, Link. Link was uh, had been bounced around several minor leagues and uh, ended up in Knoxville, uh, playing for the Knoxville Cherokees, and and we were playing those guys on a Friday or Saturday night game, right? And so, they had had a game Friday night in Greensboro, and um, the story goes that uh, you know there was a penalty-filled game and Link decided to you know. Get into it with the fans, and I think he even went over the boards (laughs) into the stands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we heard about it, and we're in the locker room, and all of a sudden, you know, it was like right out of the movie Slap Shot. Some Mm -hmm. guy goes and looks at the program and says, "Are you kidding me?" He's playing in Knoxville, and I'm like, "Who?" And they're like, "Link Gates." I go, "No." They go, "Yeah, he's playing." And some other guy goes. Oh, no, he's not playing, tonight. he got suspended from last night. He was fighting with the crowd, <laughs> so everybody was all pumped up to play the game. I, I don't know if it's true or not, but I, I think I did hear uh, in regards
6: to uh, Missing Link that I think he cannot play in any league in Canada
0: still, in any league. I, he might have got suspended from every league in North America. I'm not sure. <laughs> North America. but So anyways, we're getting ready. We go out for warm-ups. And I'm skating around, and, you know, you got your helmet off because you're trying to look cool, and you got your flow going, and you're checking out the crowd. And I skate around, and I see this dude, big, tall, blonde guy, and wearing a suit, standing there with his arms crossed, and he's just staring at me. And I came around again, and he's just giving me this nasty look. And I get in line to do our warm-up drill, and I look over at my buddy, and I go, are you kidding me? He This guy's... He's not even playing tonight, and he scares the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and so my buddy starts laughing. He goes, well, why don't you flip a puck up to him and, you know, oh, tell God, him, hey, how so you doing? Like? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. But, yeah, he was looking to just tear into somebody that night. But, uh, oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun.
6: That. So from Raleigh, where, uh, where did you end up or how would you end up down in uh, Florida playing?
0: So we ended up uh, about midway through that season. Um you know, things aren't working out. There's some guys coming down from the A, and their spots are, you know, tough to come by. So, um, Kurt Kleinendorf was the coach at the time, and Kurt pulls me into the office, and he says, Hey, uh, you, know, you know, you're know, you getting squeezed out. You know, you got this team to go play for. You got that team to go play for. You know, I can make a call. What, what do you want me to do? Well, my roommate at the time had a buddy playing down at West Palm Beach, down in the Southern Professional Hockey League. And I said, well, I think I'm going to go down there. He says, yeah, that'd be great, you know, and things change up here. We'd love to have you back. And so I uh, start packing my bags. Well, I get, uh, you know, I, I, this is where it gets a little dicey. Because <laughs> I didn't have transportation to get down there because I didn't have a car. And uh, incidentally, I, I had some trouble, so I would lost my license. So... I got to figure out how the hell am I getting down to West Palm beach? Well, I borrowed a car from a friend. Um, uh, yeah, it was a lady friend and okay. she's like, Hey, I got an extra vehicle, you know, just, you know, take care of it and don't do anything. <laughs> All so, right. I, okay. No problem. You're only going three, I, three States away. <laughs> nah, no, it's not bad. It was like 12 hours. But, uh, so I, uh, I hop in the car and I head down there and, and everything's fine. And, uh, I got down there on a Monday, practiced with the team Tuesday. You know, they put me in an apartment building with a couple other guys Wednesday. I'm starting to settle in, right? Looking forward to our game Friday night. Well, my roommate at the time was hanging out with a gal that was working at Hooters. I'm thinking, hey, that's pretty cool. Fantastic chicken there. (laughs) His wings. I heard they've got good wings. So (laughs) we have a Friday night game. And, uh, or, yeah, it was Friday night. He, uh, he says, hey, he goes, why don't we run over to Hooters and grab something to eat before the game? And I'm thinking, yeah, that sounds good. It's, you know, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Perfect. Yeah. So we're there hanging out for a little bit. Well, we got to be at the rink at about 5 o'clock. So I pull out of the parking lot of Hooters <laughs> and boom, get freaking T-boned. <laughs> pulling out, some guy was flying down the road. You got to remember, it's Friday afternoon rush hour traffic. Is that Oak, Oak, uh,
6: Okeechobee Boulevard? I
0: don't know what street we were on, but it was busy and it was Friday afternoon, so I'm like, oh my gosh, the car's totaled, right? Okay, so hang on, you're. You... No, we're not drinking or anything. No, we're no, just hanging I mean, out,
6: right? You're in somebody else's car. You may or may not have had
0: identification with you. <laughs> and you just somebody just t-boned you so yeah i've been in town for about three and a half days so (laughs) here i am in a situation going okay now what do i do so here comes the cops and everybody stop traffic stop people are looking out what the hell just happened and so the uh police officer shows up on the scene. hey is everybody okay yeah yeah we're okay he's like okay well you know uh you have driver's license and and I said, yeah. So I, you know, opened up my wallet and I I gave him my license, which happened to be my fake ID that I had had for the last three years. And so, uh, but, you know, whatever, it was a driver's license. That's all I had. You know, he asked, I gave him one. Right? That's right. Yeah. I furnished a driver's license. That's right. And so, um, That's right. you know, it says Minnesota. And he says, okay, well, you know, Minnesota, you're driving a car from North Carolina. What are you doing in Florida? And I said, well, it's funny you asked. I, uh, I just got here this week, and I'm in town to play hockey here for the hockey team, for the West Palm Beach Blaze hockey team. And he's like, yeah. really? And he goes, yeah, I, I don't recognize you. And I said, yeah, well, I just got in on Monday. He goes, well, I have season tickets. I go to all those games. <laughs> I said, wow. Really? He goes, yeah, you guys have a game tonight. I said, yeah. He goes, well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to get you out of here. I'm not, I'm not going to write up a citation. I'll call a tow truck, get you on your way, okay? <laughs> I'm like, geez, that's great. <laughs> so, all right, all right. So this is where it starts to get interesting because <laughs> the guy who was running the team, the, the owner, GM, and head coach was Bill Nyrop, and Bill was a Minnesota guy. And played nope many years professional hockey won some stanley cups with, with the canadians and mm-hmm. uh i think he finished out his you know career with minnesota north stars and bill mm-hmm. was a great guy mm-hmm. you know um bill uh i had to i had to call him right and, and tell him what had happened and so <laughs> bill's like I'll yeah a
6: conversation
0: going. he goes no problem i said he goes i'll be right over there i'll pick you up so he shows up and we hop in a car and So uh, I said, yeah. I go, well, hey, uh, I got a little problem. He says, what? Are are you hurt? You know, you can't play tonight? I said, no, 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 I can play tonight. But I gave the guy a a fake driver's license. (laughs) (laughs) He says, you did what? And so after he heard the whole story, he picks up his phone and he starts calling somebody. And I'm like, who's he calling? You know, I mean. I didn't know. I didn't know Bill that well. I just met him three days ago. So he calls. He calls over to the front office at the at the arena, and I can't remember her name. I think it was Jennifer. He says, "Hey Jennifer, it's Bill. Hey, how you doing? Yeah did did you uh, did you print the insert for tonight's program yet?" She <laughs> says, "No." And he goes, "Okay, great. You got to make a change." Uh, you know, number seven, it's it's not Chick Pojar, it's Jim Schultz. <laughs> uh, geez, he, it's so funny. he goes, Oh, okay, great, thanks. So he hangs up the phone. And he says, Yeah, don't worry, I got this taken care of. So <laughs> I'm sitting here going, Oh, geez, what kind of a mess have I gotten myself into? But, um, so then, yeah, we, you know, we get to the rink, and this one you think everything's okay. We're, uh, we're getting ready to go off for warm ups, and I ended up hopping on the ice, and I'm skating around, and I look up into the crowd, and who do I see? The cop! <laughs> He's standing up there, so I give him the wave, I give him the high sign. He's with his kids. I flipped a couple of pucks over the glass for him, and and here we go. And uh, so yeah, that's how it ended up. Uh, ended up playing a game, and or actually a couple of games, and uh, yeah, that's kind of how it ended up. So, so, so the name you
6: you gave him, that's probably on you know, yeah. HockeyDB or something like there that, is. right? Jim Schultz. Yeah, played, he, a, played, played a handful dele. of games down hey, at West Palm Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it up. See yep. if it's on there. there. You know, yeah. It's yeah.
0: there. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. well, Joe's
6: on it now. He wants to see it.
2: Wait, what am I
0: pulling up? Well, we got we got James through wants... that. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was actually a lot of fun playing hockey on it. We actually had a pretty good following. No, surprisingly. surprisingly for South Florida. So, hey, Chick, I got I got
3: a question for you here. What uh so with this whole story here, what did you tell the coach? Like did you tell him about the whole ID thing and like did you guys go into details, like, yeah, I don't
0: got my actual ID or like what what when on with that? I, I did. But <coughs> here's the thing. What do you have to it, say about it, that? Bill Naira <laughs> was an attorney. So he knew the legal ramifications of what could have happened. So he just <laughs> oh, thought, "All right, we're just going to get through this thing here tonight, and we'll yeah. we'll take care of it later." And fortunately, nothing uh, came about later after the fact. But uh, yeah, I, it was a good time. You know, I, I look back at that <laughs> thinking, what the hell was what I a, doing? What a story! You got lucky. Oh, now man, you're just a, story.
3: You know, a good old beer league veteran. Yeah, and a couple series. of your
0: skates yeah we're just uh we're just out there you know having a good time there was another story down there too that was kind of funny that uh we um i don't remember who we were playing but the zamboni doors they had these big doors right and it was kind of at the end of the rink Mm -hmm. at the old west palm beach auditorium and uh when the zamboni left you know these big doors would come down and Well, there was a brawl that broke out at one of the games. Like in the crowd? The Zamboni, he had just gotten off the ice. So it was the beginning. It was the start of the second period. You know, he's down there with the squeegees and stuff. So you can see the guy working as the game starts. Well, right off the opening faceoff, a couple of guys drop the mitts and they start going at it. Well, now, you know, there's three, four guys brawling out there and the crowd's going nuts. And this guy stops with the squeegee because he wants to see the fight. And the place is going nuts. So the you know the referees jump in and they finally settle everything down. Well, they throw these two guys off the ice, right? You know, and uh, so they're down there, and the zamb the big door, the Zamboni door, is open on the end of the rink. So nobody's watching the game. They're looking through the door, and you can see these two guys going at it on the concrete. They're still brawling. <laughs> And the rink guy's got his squeegee, and he's beating these guys over the head. And then he closes the door, and the whole stadium booed. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gave two shits about the hockey. Right, right. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, true story. Good.
6: That's good. good. Stuff. What? Uh, all right, one more here for you, and then we'll let you go. What? Uh, what advice do you have to these uh, these guys that are in junior right now? You know, uh, that are going to be off playing college, and then potentially. Uh, you know, uh, overseas playing pro or somewhere over here?
0: Well, you know, the, the best advice I can give to any young hockey player that wants to keep playing is just keep working on your game. Keep working on your craft. Work hard in the off season. You know, there's a ton of leagues out there. There's a ton of hockey. Uh, never be ashamed of the team you're playing on. Never, never be ashamed of the league you're playing in because you never know what your path is going to be. I mean, you've got guys that have come out of the USPHL that have gone out to play Division One hockey and professional hockey and, uh, you know, never never let anybody tell you, hey, you know, this is this league and that's not good enough for you. You know what? B.S. You keep playing the game. You, if you love the game, you keep playing the game and don't let anybody stop you.
6: Yeah, and I think that's kind of the thing that uh, Jay and I talk about a lot is just play as long as you can. I mean, I know uh, you and I are out there. Banging around at you know 49 with uh, with these young these young guys uh, on you know, Wednesday nights trying to uh, score some goals once in a while, but uh, that's it, the truth, you know. I mean, you, you got to keep playing as long as you can, and and uh, you know I just have fun with it. So, I wanna thank uh, thank Chick for coming on here, and right, thanks, seems like we out. might be running thank a little you. bit long here tonight. Yeah, thanks but, for having me, guys. You know, we've had uh, we've had uh, you so know three guests bets. now, so it's been uh, it's been a heck of a pod here but i'll
2: turn it back over to you guys yeah uh we want to thank woodsy Spolik, chick bruce and philly uh for all coming on tonight uh this is probably going to be one of the better pods that we do with all the guests we've had i mean probably cut this up into a few episodes really but um thank you guys so much for coming on
6: yeah no problem i one one other thing I wanted to bring up was, uh, you know, talking to Phil about his golf game. Did you ever figure out, uh, you know, if you're going to sell your clubs on Craigslist or get rid of <laughs> oh, them? Or yeah.
1: what's your plans for next I'll, summer here? Oh, I'll, I'll be back for the summer for sure. I, actually, I brought my golf clubs with me to college. We uh, felt pretty good about my golf game, actually. But then end of September comes around and we got snow coming in in Michigan already. So, yeah, right. But um, I don't know. I... Can't seem to remember the last time we were on a golf course together, Woodsy. I think, uh, pretty sure it I took some money uh, off of you. I don't that. think so.
6: <laughs> no, I think I, I think uh, it was uh, you and I and Endo, and uh, I think oh, you were hey. up. You were up big. And then uh, we both oh, came ended back. up in a tie. It ended end up true. in a tie. I choked, <laughs> I choked on
1: eighteen. Was, and
6: yeah. I, I told you guys, let's go settle this on the green, and neither one of you guys wanted to go to <laughs> the green. So you know that's you know it's typical young guys. They don't want to they don't want to do anything like that. There so was no. a
1: second game though as well. I, think. I don't, I don't think so. I, I felt you know, we're running good about long my golf in the, game in the summer. Know, we're sure. running really I, uh, long. It's about time money. to
6: wrap this up.
1: I, I definitely made some money there. So I feel pretty good about my golf game, and I'll be back after the season for sure. Sounds we'll see. Good. Maybe Hendo yeah. will be back too. I hope so.
2: Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Nice. Well, thanks again, guys, for coming on. We really thank appreciate you. it. That yeah. was appreciate
4: awesome. Um, we want to thank our sponsors, uh, Walter Rapids, Great Clips, RBC Financial, Absolute Filth, Shiny Clear Pizza, Pirates Training, Geico, Twin Cities Orthopedics, Warrior Hockey, and EuroEdge North America.
2: And uh, make sure to like and subscribe and rate us five stars. Really uh, cool. helps the boys out here. Drop a,
3: drop a couple comments. You know, Tell us what you think, what we can do better, what we can work on. And just Thanks for tuning in, guys.
1: Yes, we are getting good at all those ads.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, maybe we can get some ad reads going. We'll just throw them on in there. But uh, Yeah. Solid pod. Thank you for listening.
7: Thanks, Woodsy. Thanks, Billy. Thanks,
6: Thanks,
2: like- Bruce.
6: See you guys.